So we need to go through this insight in order to help you understand this is going to be a lot to do with life. It's going to be a lot to do with it's going beyond just like your romantic relationships. This is in actuality something you need to understand and maybe you cognitively get it. Maybe you've taken yourself through some scenarios of observation with other people. You've observed what love really looks like. That it's designed and even the way that we do this as humans. Maybe you've even been kind of observant enough and maybe it's taken a certain amount of cynicism even to see that it's transactional. Um, I think we didn't, we uh, demonize skepticism really. Because obviously you had to become so cynical and so disgusted and so observant of other people and, and even so amused where you're just kind of sitting there. You're not really like contributing to the actual hierarchy or you're not really contributing to the actual um, direction or like as far as like you might give a little bit of advice, but you're mostly kind of entertained and amused at something you've never put up with when it comes to being somebody who maybe you're somebody who's alone, maybe you're somebody who's in a marriage, maybe you're somebody who has a lot of family that you're close to. It doesn't matter, but the point is you're probably somebody who at some point has observed so much that a certain amount of skepticism and cynicism and even has led you to become a little more nihilistic than you otherwise, like, than you normally would be in this kind of thing because you grow so much into this observing, right? So we're going to talk about this and we're going to give some examples you probably have applied to your life. If not, you could apply to your life. Why? Well, because um, it's going to help you to accept a lot of things that you think maybe, oh, I've come to an understanding of this beyond anybody else. Actually, I've come to this understanding years ago about love. I've come to this understanding and radical acceptance of love um, within my own self even i'm I've really especially this year uh, that love is in fact conditional now this does not in any way mitigate or take away the beauty of love. it actually can enhance the beauty of love because when you look at higher power and spirituality what you're in fact recognizing is that those things are unconditional that's the only form of love in fact that is unconditional spirituality so let's get into this we're going to get into some examples right if you for instance have a choice, right? Um, 
And I know I have choices. I've made my different choices in life. And now I have even more agency over my life now. Um, and I can kind of choose where I want to be and things like this. And I'm starting to understand that. I'm just starting to come out of feeling trapped and starting to understand that. Um, especially in enjoying helping you guys with podcasts. Um, enjoying talking with you guys, getting to know you guys, um, getting back in touch with you guys, things like this, right? So we'll start with that. If you have a choice this summer, like there's, um, you have like Independence Day, you have like birthdays, you have like different holidays even that you can spend. This is going to be your first indicator that a lot of these things are conditional because, are you going to go to, you know, maybe you're invited to two different places. And, like, are you going to go to the place that is a little more chill, um, a little more simple? Um, there might be some cooking out. There might be some outdoor activities. But for the most part, you know, we're going to be drinking coffee or tea or whatever it is um and this will kind of help you understand conditions because we can actually reverse that which we will be doing um but there's gonna be you know maybe some sodas from the soda streamer things like this and if you were invited to that but then you were also invited to a place, you know, a house where you have lots of beer, maybe some margaritas and wine. Like the drinks are actually better, according to you. Um, you can be to where you don't have to know where you are or you don't even have to be in full presence. You can just kind of like enjoy your drinks and be kind of in this like buzz state because it's a holiday and your conditions tell you that you have to have a buzz state to enjoy a holiday. And that you don't really want to feel fully. Like you want to actually just kind of be in a happy, feel-good buzz state all day. Maybe this place has, you know, different conditions according to you that are more of what you'd want to spend. That can include things like um, you have the beach right there. You can kind of sit on the beach. Maybe you have a pool. Maybe the food is um, what you're familiar with, things like this. That's conditional, right? For somebody who prefers being sober, if they were invited, like if I were invited to a bar for a holiday, like 4th of July or something, right? If I were invited to a bar um, and there was a lot of drinking going on and a lot of unawareness and like I knew like, oh God, there's going to be a lot of drinking. Or if I were invited to somebody's house, where, oh, in order to really enjoy a holiday, you must drink. You have to have a drink. Like, you're not, it's not a real holiday if you don't. Like, so there's going to be a lot of pressure to have a drink. And maybe I want to prefer to actually enjoy the food more. Maybe I would want to prefer to be creative in the drink that I drink. Like, maybe that drink might be soda or coconut water or um some more coffee and tea because that's, Always been something that I've went to. Even when I was not sober fully. Um, and was drinking. So 
you know, maybe I prefer to be outdoors more. Maybe I prefer to go out somewhere and be involved in like a fireworks show or like be involved in what other people are doing. Have a picnic outdoors, be involved, kind of walk around with other people around, listen to live music. That's actually what we ended up doing. And it was really cool. Um, but that's a condition, you see, that's conditional. Um, and so when you think of love in this sort of way, you think about what does yourself require? It's not so much that people are bad inherently in this way. It's like, sometimes we require different, we have different needs or different things that we would prefer, different preferences. And I don't think that we are as simple as we like to think we are. I think sometimes we require higher standards or um, different conditions that we want to be involved in. Or sometimes it's people pleasing. Sometimes we like the conditional environments that we're in because it pleases other people and we like the affirmation, the pat on the back, the thanks for hanging out kind of a deal. And so we'd rather be in a feel-good environment like that that pleases other people instead of actually saying, no, I want to do something different this year. That could definitely happen. Um, and so we'll get to... um relationships even because I think in some cases love is definitely and in most cases like love is definitely earned and especially when you're adult when you're an adult when you're a kid I hope you don't have to experience love being earned in that way um but even so you can learn things depending on kind of your environment and things like that but like getting into adulthood and things like this um, there's a certain level of love that is earned, even if you know that that person is not going in a positive direction now. There's a certain part of love, like if they've done something really, really substantial for your life or your family, they've kept you out of the streets, they've um, helped you with a significant amount of money, they've um, helped you pay a couple bills, maybe. Um, you'll always secretly kind of want them to do good and to get off of the bandwagon that they're on because they've earned that kind of love. Maybe somebody has always been there for you. Um, they've always been talking with you. And so at that point, you've always um, known that you could do the same for them because they've met your... Um, they've actually went beyond and kind of like met your needs in some way that they've been a person to talk to they've been somebody you can always go to things like this but if you really really contemplate this deeply like you'll recognize sometimes in a relationship it requires that the family there's a, tons of family involvement for a long time as you're growing up into this relationship, especially in romantic relationships, especially in like the traditional marital relationships that we find ourselves um, either we're in or we're observing. And a lot of that love is earned based on like how involved are you going to be in the family? How and, and, and the, it's earned with the family too. how much support is the family going to give you this kind of thing? 
And some romantic relationships don't require that, especially if you're in kind of a an anarchy or polyamorous or um, a relationship that's finally like independent of family, things like that. Um, that may not be a requirement, but it might be a requirement that you're more of like, you're involved in the community. That community is that person's family. That is a condition. It's not a bad condition, but it may or may not be a condition you prefer based on the kind of community it is. Um, some of the relationships I've had didn't work um, as being like close friends or anything like that, or even just like a chosen kind of community thing because it would require conditionally that I meet the requirements of being involved deeply in a community that um, does not meet my interest, you know, but the love from that person has been definitely earned, but there's, um, there's a lot of those kind of requirements that are outside of the person that um, are there. Um, and you might be sitting here thinking, um, in your ways of like, okay, but I already know all of this. But the thing is, it's not just about that, like somebody has obligated you to do something. You do this on yourself and you don't even realize it. Like you require a lot. And you have high standards in certain areas, even if other areas are very simple. You require the better drink. You require the people-pleasing environment, the positive affirmations, the, the people that you're around during a holiday. Like that's even another thing is like we get into these mind frames of like, well, I don't need anybody. I got myself. But then there are those that you're going to be choosing to be around because you like their company or because they are your family or because they are your friends. You might choose to be around them over not being around anybody or whatever it is. And we're not so cut off from each other in that way. We're not so cut off. We're not so much better than each other that we don't necessarily need a thing or we don't need a human or we don't need company once in a while or we don't need maybe sometimes we want to be in conditions where there's a pool maybe sometimes we want to be in conditions where we can swim every day or maybe sometimes we want to be in conditions where we're left alone we want to read we want to do whatever it is we want to do. And part of our conditions requires that other people understand that of us. And if they don't understand that of us, we're not going to tolerate them, right? We're not going to be around them. We're not going to live with them anymore. We're going to like, we're not going to be livable. They're not going to want us to live with them anymore, that kind of thing. We're going to want to be... kind of in our own and I just I think the problem with spirituality like the downfall because if you get into the highest form of spirituality it is unconditional it is agape but these lower points and these egoic and I mean ego as in not 
to survive, but to sound like we think we're better is when we say things like in spirituality, like especially in like Buddhism and and those kinds of circles where we find ourselves saying, I don't need, I'm not attached to happiness or I'm not attached to relationships or I might like these people, but I don't need them around or I identify with this sort of personality type or I identify with this sort of a, the most superior, uh, even more than alpha, even better than beta because I'm better or like whatever it is. And it's a trap. Like you fall in yourself. You may not even be like this originally, but you've fallen into a rabbit hole of conditions that you require everybody to have the same understanding as you. You require everybody to have the same um, they should see this as a high insight somehow when really a lot of this bullshit is just bettering black and white, all or nothing thinking. It might seem, it might start as being kind of empowering. It might, it might even like in some ways be kind of like some of it might be like, Hey, that's kind of cool. If you can get to a place of independence. But a true place of independence is not necessarily shutting yourself off, but like openly going out and having a drink by yourself and not needing anybody to tell you where to be or where to go or openly taking off with your loved one and going and deciding you're going to go and shop and go take a walk and do something and not having to ask for permission or wait on somebody else to get ready, or whatever it is. These conditions that we have means that we as humans have preferences, which means that we are pretty needy, even if those needs are... We need conditions to be met that allow us to be alone. We need conditions to be met that allow us not to have to pay bills and not to have to give a fuck. We need conditions to be met that allow us to have housing and have a roof over our head. We need conditions to allow us to get assistance financially. We need conditions to allow us to recognize and to understand our environment and what environment we actually prefer. And sometimes this takes years and decades to figure out. Sometimes this will take a long time to figure out that you are a human with needs and you can become higher power, you can become your own God, all this kind of stuff. If you would just understand that it's all conditional. It's all based on some kind of need. When you have been out with people for a long time and you're more of an introverted person, the need that you're going to feel after a couple days of being fucking like stifled by others is that you are going to have a need to be alone. That is a need. It may not be a... need in which like you have to have food it may not be like a basic need 
but it is a need to you. You're going to feel it. You're going to start to like not feel as peaceful anymore after maybe a day you can take it, maybe two days, but like after a week or two of constantly being crowded with people, you're going to need to have alone time for yourself. And after about a week or two, like if somebody's a little more extroverted, after about a week or two of being, having a little time of like being alone or isolated, maybe there's been a lot going around and you've kind of caught something and you've been a little bit sick. After about a couple weeks of that bullshit, like you're going to need to be out around other people. Maybe those conditions change between environments or between groups of people that you're involved in because we're all multi-group i know we don't like to think of ourselves that way but we're all multi-group you're going to have your family that you can sit with in the shade and have a couple beers with and then you're going to have your your other family that sit in a church and you're in a church with them singing in in the uh in the worship team and then you're going to have a your friends that are hanging out and you're hanging out with them kind of outside or doing whatever. And um, some of them have got pride flags or raving their pride flags and you're hanging out with them. And then you might be by yourself um, with your book and your cup of coffee or your cup of tea hanging out. Um, and... And that's even just time with yourself. But like we are a species that is very multifaceted. So multifaceted that our love is conditional. And certain conditions you might not need as much when you're around certain people that you do when you're around other people. You might say, well, I can enjoy simple time. I can enjoy just having some food and I don't actually need to drink to be around these people because that's not what we do. We do other things. Whereas, you know, I, around these other people, I enjoy having a couple drinks because we can and we enjoy it. Um, and I don't have to worry about anything. And it doesn't mean that it's inherently bad. This is not a beat you down kind of a thing. But it seems that way because nobody has really talked about this. Nobody has really... There's been radical love in the way of like loving people and understanding why somebody would murder or why somebody would um, abuse someone or why somebody would harm someone. Yeah, there's been a lot of radical philosophy around loving people in the harshest of conditions. And that, you know, that's like a high form of, again, spirituality and higher power where there is, you know, it's unconditional and the universe will kind of show what it is that are going to happen with people and kind of based on how we live our lives and based on how we interact. But that's the thing. We as humans do not have unconditional love. We have conditions that are required to be met. I remember talking about this like three or four years ago. This is not new, but it's, we forgot that, I think, because we've been brainwashed with this, oh, real love is unconditional. No, it's, there's a strength in a relationship when you can say, you know what, our love is conditional, but we meet our requirements. 
we have high standards and we're the only ones who could truly meet those in order to like live in a house and have a marriage and raise a family. We have very high standards of what we expect the other. And over the years, like we have earned those things. Like that's um, understanding true love and acceptance of each other. Because like my husband and I, for instance, we met online. We had very high standards that we weren't going to have an ongoing, continuous virtual relationship, that it was going to be an enriching in-person relationship with life experiences and openness and honesty um, and fearlessness. And that that's our, kind of our conditions have been, you know, we meet our conditions in order to have that. With you, it might be for yourself. You might have a relationship with yourself where it's like, I meet my own requirements. I meet my own conditions. But all of this at the end of the day is just preference. It's not bettering. It's There is no like moralization. There is no I'm better than you. There is no alpha, beta, sigma bullshit. It's just like categorizations that are just stupid. It's pointless. There is no point to it except to like... It's a hierarchy. It's actually really hierarchical if you really think about it. If you think about like the book Brave New World where they had these um, alpha, beta, gamma. Um, they had all these categories and I've read the book a couple of times and I've seen the movie and the spinoff series. I got really into the whole Brave New World thing. Um, and there's so many stupid categories of humans because our mind just loves to categorize things. It's like, okay, these are the higher ups. They're going to do more creative work. And these are the, they can only do factory work and cause that's how their brains work. And these are this and that. And it gets really scientific and you get into things that are really toxic when you get into these ideologies. And some of this sounds like, oh no, but you should want to be like me. Why? Like, I, I don't, I don't want you to be like me if that's not what you want to do. Or an INFT. Uh, this is how you interact properly and this is how you make an INFT happier. This is how you, um, like the hidden uh, truths of an INFJ or whatever it is, like these little, you know, typology personalities as well. There's a trap into that shit. And it might make you feel a little bit better. Uh, we get into traps as well of other things too, like that have a lot to do with disability. And I don't necessarily, at least, I, I think with those, there's an, 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 at least a contribution to programs that can help us meet our needs being disabled. And while I don't agree with over categorizations of mental disability, I do think that there, if it allows for different programs to help people, that's fine. But like, when does it stop? these categorizations and when has it become like I'm hiding behind these categories maybe you feel better in thinking that you're the only one who truly understands that love is conditional but what you might be afraid of is that actually other people understand this too and they understand this about themselves as well as you as well as Everybody else, like love really 
I think we're just afraid. It's one of those things we're afraid to say. Like, humans understand that we have conditions. But, like, we're afraid to say love is conditional. I don't think that it's bad to be proud to be a lone wolf. There's something really kind of cool. And I don't think it's bad to be proud to be a social... top dog. There's something really cool about that. And I don't think it's bad to be in between where you can be fine with either condition or either environment and be top dog either fucking way. But just to recognize the un, the the conditionality that that it that you are. You are conditional. You require conditions. You were you have standards. And we're no better than anybody else. You yourself are no better than anybody else. I myself am no better than anybody else. I've had a lot of years go by that I didn't see this. And you know what? It's caused the people around me to be very, very stale and stagnant in their lives because I wasn't willing to recognize that I have conditions in some, in a lot of ways. And if I was maybe willing to recognize it like I do now, now I do. So the regret maybe that I have had in the past is over, like I've moved on from it. But I think a lot of us, when we get to that place, we realize that the only regret we have is that why didn't we do this sooner? It's the same with that. And that means that, yes, if I would have just required and, and recognized that I am conditional, I think years ago we would have had our needs met and our housing and things like this. Um, but that's not how it worked out because I think it's something you have to grow into your understanding. That's why it's dangerous to be parasitic with people. Like it's dangerous to... Have a sense of, like, a false sense of security with your family and with those that um, you rely on. And it's very dangerous to not have some independence because then if those conditions become not met anymore, then you're fucked. You're going to be fucked if you, if people aren't doing your conditions anymore if they're not meeting your needs anymore if they're not revolving the world around leaving you alone if they're not revolving the world around giving you a social outlet if they're not revolving the world around accompanying you if they're not revolving the world around giving you your space whatever it is if we rely too much on this notion that people think there's unconditional lo love and that, you know, everybody's 
everybody can be kind of parasitic and just live this bullshit existence of like, I don't have to worry about this aspect of life because other people will deal with it because love is unconditional. Then, then you're fucking yourself over and nobody is going to be there to help you because they have their own conditions. They have their own needs to take care of. And this is, I wouldn't even say that there needs to be any research to back this up. If you just look around you, it's one of those integrations in life. If you just look around you and it's not something that you need to be depressed about. Like everybody has a place. And if they are creating, like if you're creating your own place in this world, that's great. But everybody has a place. Everybody fulfills their work and what they want to fulfill. There's no reason for anyone to, we don't have to cut out, you know, shortchange ourselves and feel like, oh, well, I have no purpose. I have no place. I have no this or that. That's not true. And if you would recognize that love is in fact conditional and you have these certain standards or you have these certain biases or you have these certain preferences, then you'll recognize what it is you actually want in life and you'll recognize that going down this hamster wheel continuously with the same old thing that you do every day, every week, every month, every year is, uh, you know, not going to be sustainable forever. But that you can actually do something even cooler than that for yourself. Even if that means that you're going somewhere new and you're going by yourself and you're venturing out there and you say well that requires too much work like i don't that's a pain in the ass and i don't i'm not even anywhere prepared i don't even have the full uh independence i don't have the full um i don't even have life like i don't even know where to start or whatever well That's where it all goes back to you are conditional. And so as long as you don't see that you're conditional, as long as you don't see that you have preferences, as long as you don't see that your preferences actually matter, and if you just keep thinking in this, oh, well, I'm better because I don't have needs at all, then you're always going to be frustrated. You're always going to be, you're just going to choose, go back and forth and back and forth from one environment to another temporarily just to get like instant gratification for that day or that week or whatever. It's not ever going to be sustainable for you. And that's really about the gist of it. Like that's as far as I've got it figured out so far. Like I don't claim to know everything, but this is based on experience, observation, And um, relating probably in different ways that, you know, you never thought of. But, yeah, it's, um, it is what it is, really, at the end of the day. It, at the end of the day, it's your livelihood. Like, at the end of the day, I have a livelihood, too. And... 
you're going to, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to get up and choose your preferences for that day, for that holiday, for that time because you have higher standards and you don't want to think of yourself that way. You don't want others to see you that way, but you are. We are all conditional in certain ways. That's what's kept the human species alive. To say, I want the better drink. For me, the better drink is definitely coffee, tea, um, coconut water, um, soda, ginger water, like all kinds of different things that are, you know, a little bit different. Um, for you, it might be the margarita, the beer, the wine, the liquor, um, whatever. But it's like the humans survive like this so much because it's like, I want the better food. I want the better drink. Um, I want to be around a park right now. I want to be around a pool right now. I want to walk around a beach right now because we have these preferences. But we just have to make these things sustainable for ourselves that we are reciprocal to those that get us from point A to point B, even if it's a, even if it's your mechanic, or even if it's deciding that I'm not any better because I can drive, like I'm not any better at all, actually, or I'm not any better because I don't have to drive, I'm not any better at all, or um even if you're deciding to do something the harder way, like maybe you're deciding to walk around a store and grocery shop with friends or family that are maybe annoying, but you know you need the exercise anyway. Instead of just sitting it out and letting everybody bring food to you all the time. I know that's something I've had to work on a little bit. Um, cause that's not one of my favorite things to do is to grocery shop. But then I realize I end up spending a lot more quality time when I do, um, things like that and recognizing that maybe some of my conditions are just instant gratifications because as soon as the family might get home, I might feel like a little bit of FOMO, like I missed out on going. And so, you know, to recognize, and I'll do an episode on filtering out instant gratifications versus long-term conditions, and we'll do that, or long-term environmental fulfillment. I'll definitely do an episode on that, or a couple episodes, whatever it takes. But if you just recognize that we are fully who we are when love is conditional, and... um we can then allow room for spirituality and higher power and growth. Even when we make the choice, like I'm really starting to see where some of the sustainability can come from a spiritual community like a church. Um, I'm starting to see where some of the, but it has to meet certain obviously criteria and conditions. Um, it has to have a certain level of openness and non-judgmentalness. Maybe that doesn't look like a traditional church. I'm still kind of working on a lot of this, and that's why I have my times where I step back from this podcast, and you can connect with what's already here. Or I have my times where I'm constantly posting to this podcast and constantly sharing with you. Or maybe there's an in-between where I'm kind of doing a little bit of both throughout the week. It's kind of what it's been lately. Days where I'm sharing a lot of what's going on in the present and days where I'm letting you... 
connect with what's already here. Days where I'm connecting with you on your own content. Things like this. So, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it that you're here. And um, I hope that you can understand this for yourself and the strength of all of this. That love is conditional. You require conditions. So the only question now is, what is it that you want for your life, for yourself, regardless of others?